Hey, welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. I'm Travis Walashen. And hey, we're back, man. Yeah. We're back. It's been a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. How, it's it's kind of like missing one week, really, right? When it's yeah. all said and done. That's not that bad. Oh, no, it's just like, you know, we're not going to go get into it on the show. We talked about it before the show off, off air. Yeah. But just suffice it to say that both of us got a lot going on right yeah. now. It's yeah. so good. But thank you for tuning in. Those of you who are sticking with the show, yeah, uh, we're back, and uh, thank you for listening. You know, we do it for you. Actually, <laughs> I do it for me because I'm, you know, I'm addicted yeah. to podcasting. But <laughs> but uh, this is for those of you who might be tuning in for the first time. This is the podcast where we break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, the show that's currently my favorite show. And uh, while we were gone, Travis. Travis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, TV Guide. Mm-hmm. So TV Guide is still around. TV I was Guide. Um, it's in more of a digest form now. They sure. put out their top fifty shows on television, and mm-hmm. DC's Legends of Tomorrow was in that top fifty. In top so, fifty. So uh, what number? I think it was like forty-seven or some <laughs> shit like that. But Sorry. there's a lot of TV out there. I, was I like, guess. I guess it's <laughs> nice. That it's nice that it's in the top fifty. I mean, uh, you wouldn't have known it. I was hoping I was hoping for a top twenty finish, man. After mm. the way you had built up this uh, that that most recent season, there's a lot of TV out there. The fact sure. that but, that's <laughs> loser talk, Johnny. <laughs> well, just, well, let me put this I, I want this. I didn't, t- I, yeah, I go didn't, ahead. didn't check the list, but mm-hmm. I can probably say with all certainty, none of the other CW yeah, superhero yeah, yeah, shows yeah, were on yeah, that yeah. list. So sure. I think that's saying that's something. what I was going to ask. I mean, I assumed actually. Yeah. You remember, remember the after the when, remember the final. I don't know if you knew knew about this, but the final season of Star Trek: The Next Generation, they yeah. gave it an Emmy uh, an Emmy nomination for best drama. Right. You know, it was sort of like the nomination is an award for the yeah, seventh yeah, season yeah. of KTV. Sure. It, it's it, it's sort of like that. It's like hey, <laughs> like, well, yeah. well, it actually okay. is too. Well, we'll but see. Okay, from the roots. These are roots, guys. I was mentioning this before we started. I really, I was really talking up season two, and I realized because I've been watching ahead a little. <laughs> I'm talking up season two when the actual plot kicks in because, like the main season arc, you mean? Yeah, because yeah. in this episode we get some more clues about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not spoiling it, spoiling anything. Next week's episode, no, it's it's a standalone adventure. Mm-hmm. Next week is the crossover. Then it all kicks in. The last ten episodes are okay. the main story. That's fine. That's not that bad. I mean, like, there's enough here with Reverse Flash and your main big bad to to keep me interested. Mm-hmm. Damian Dark, Reverse Flash, and Damian Dark. There's enough there that it looks like it's so we're following a longer arc, and we are. If that's mm-hmm. not the main arc, then it's not. But that's fine. Oh, it, it's the main arc. The, okay. the, the main arc is the watching these villains form. But they're taking their time even yeah. having the villains form their team. Mm-hmm. Because there's more to come in the villains team. Mm-hmm. I see. <clears throat> and, uh, and I could say who it was and you wouldn't know who it was. So it doesn't matter. We'll get to it in a couple of episodes. Yeah. yeah let me just discover this all for myself. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, when we get to it here, I... I I called my wife out right away at the beginning. Uh-huh. Why don't you read the, uh, the, the let's get into this. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's so the, um, so compromised. Yes, the compromised. Compromised. 
Here's the Netflix synopsis. Infiltrating the White House in 1987, the team finds Damien Dark subverting a treaty with the USSR, and Stein's younger self lands in mortal danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you call in uh, your wife about? Oh, oh, so right away at the beginning, we're in Miami, 1987. Yes, we're and, in Miami, 1987. And I'm like, okay, where is Miami? Where is this? We're trying to figure it out. It took us like, <laughs> honestly, it took us about two and a half minutes just to figure out looking at the bridges and where the docks are and stuff. And we're pretty sure it's a, that's the Oak Street Bridge in Richmond, uh, which is like right by, like you can see the airport in the distance there. We were really just putting two and two together, just figuring it all out. Yeah. That's Oh, that's awesome. So, so, so because of that, and because she saw it was the 80s, like she was kind of in and out. Uh, she was on her phone, but kind of watching uh, the episode with me today as well. Oh, 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 oh some of that 80s nostalgia. Sure, that's sure. This one has. Yeah. Um, which I like because Damien Dark is in full Miami Vice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It suits all him. white. It suits him, especially he's like that, that, that bright blonde hair. Mm, all white, the pink shirt, full, the full Don Johnson. Don Johnson. S- somewhat similar to the suit i wore to the sophomore dance uh in 1986 i'd say oh, man. yeah yeah if it sounds yeah. amazing mm-hmm. oh yeah no, no socks I, I bet no socks i no i wore socks i definitely wore socks but you know i, I had more of a checkered coat but the pink shirt going with something it was light and tan mm-hmm. and it was the, the the full miami vice look with spiky, spiky hair. Oh, man. You just sound like an extra in a, a fucking Brat Pack movie. <laughs> but you bet. Somebody I, in the background. Yeah, but, I'd very, but the pants didn't fit right, and I looked really awkward in it all. So I, you know, I wouldn't have been in, in many shots. That's funny. <laughs> Send in the stunt double for... <laughs> For Spain, wacky team, <laughs> wacky team number six. <laughs> <laughs> now, in one of those movies that ends up on USA Up All Night back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, that was on right. USA Network. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, was, uh, I'm, I'm somewhat aware. Yeah, yeah. they they'd show terrible, terrible movies from the '80s, and it was hosted by either Gilbert Gottfried or Rhonda Sheard. It was really, really fucking funny. Yeah. Anyway. So let's get to the let's get to this episode. So he's uh, selling coke. Damien Dark is he's selling a bunch of coke for a fascist axe because mm-hmm. he's he likes to collect uh, antiquities. Right. And he's ex- explaining to them what it is. He's like, oh, that's where the term fascism comes from. A former government that's been getting a bad rap lately. Yeah. <laughs> Topical. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 awesome in this. There's a lot of good performances in this episode. Mm, yeah, there really is. It, it's an episode where at first you go like, it doesn't feel like a lot's happening, but a lot is just not a lot of flashy shit. Yeah, I really, I, I want to say first third of this episode, I wasn't into it. Last two thirds, I got more and more into it. And then it eventually paid off some of the stuff from the first third. Mm. I thought uh, uh, that I wasn't really into um and this, i'll tell you right now we're flirting with a seven here today I thought. oh nice nice yeah. that's surprising i didn't i didn't know how you were going to take this one. yeah so yeah. The, the dea shows up and uh thon shows up too takes everybody out 
fucking now he's in he's in his leather jacket on here you probably wanted him in the uniform with the shaky head oh man i just want him to be like that forever just him to be this unsettling fucking presence that's <laughs> always there like 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 uh what's his face is like even though he's like omnipotent still doesn't know if he can trust him just because like he can he, this guy can zip across the room in a second um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love that scene. Um, I thought that was really good. Uh, they had a great uh, back and forth. Again, here's like, yes, I'm talking about really good acting here. Yes, because, and when we get to the additional member, the Legion, and it's no secret, the Legion of Doom, as they become known, um, all good actors, all great actors having fun with each other. It's nice. it's it. They're all fantastic. They're very good because most of those actors did. You know, you do one season as the big bad, and then maybe you become recurring, but usually you're gone. You know, so they get some really good villains sure. who are you know, yeah. good at you know being chewing the scenery and being really fleshed out. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know it's more fun to write for the bad guys. Sure, yeah, yeah. because it's been forty five years since Dark has seen Thon. But for Thon, it was just you know a second ago because this right. is, he's like, look, you hired me to try to blow up New York City, and Thon tells him, I'm going to have to explain a little bit of this to you. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure you put two and two together. But I Thon kind of, I like that. There's yeah. there's like times here. This might have been one of them. I don't. I think. I mean, I was into it. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of got what was happening. But th- there's times uh, some I start to tune out some of the conversations this early on in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if I can put my finger on it right now. I don't know if this was one of them either. It but, might be because yeah. you would have no idea what they're talking about, and yeah. then they have the same Sarah when Sarah has her scene. With dark at the end, she's talking about something you don't know about. Okay, okay. But the season that Damian Dark was the, uh, the big bad on Arrow, which was a previous year, um, his whole master plan was he had built an underground civilization called his Ark, and his army was the Hive. You've read the Teen Titans, you know the Hive. I don't yet. No, I haven't got that that far yet. Mm, and like issue two, they're the guys in the purple hoods who hired the. Terminator. Oh yes, 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 yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Now it's totally different here, but yeah, it's he is a hive, and and he brings up to dark. He's like, yeah, it didn't really work out, buddy. I I can promise you actual power. Uh, you do do a little something something for me. So we get to this the wave rider. Stein and Jack's arguing about changing history, which is like the only reference to what happened in the previous episode that we just won't talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and Sarah, like, like, well, she agrees with Jack's. It should be it should be okay, but they can't because they're they're to protect history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Mick and Ray, and this whole uh, theme throughout the episode, one of the B plots is mm-hmm. um, Ray trying to become Mick's new partner. Yeah. I like so these two scenes back to back here. I just was not fans of. There's here's like two early on here, the the Victor Garber and Jax, and then uh, Adam practicing the Adam practicing with the gun, and uh, it was a little cheesy. Um, the beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> good timing, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but but again, like the way that they are, these are the seeds they're planting here. But they grew into what I think they grow into pretty good flowers. Like eventually, by the end, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so that's why they had that little storyline, and mm-hmm. that's why, that's why you know, again, like Sarah and when Sarah and what's his face have a, uh, kind of back and forth. They have the Stein. Thing. 
the big argument about dying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it almost like when I first hear that too, sorry if I'm skipping ahead, no, no, but, no, fine, fine. but when I went like, that's another instance where, where I was like, got, like this, this feels like this should have been a conversation you have like in, in like your episode six of the season, right? You shouldn't be having this in episode five of season two, right? Like uh, it was like real, real base character stuff. Well, but, I think I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I think, that, and I agree, but it it's supposed to be within the spectrum of the whole, Hey, now you're the captain. You have to behave a certain way. I guess. I know, I know, I know. I, I, but like, it's still just, uh, it didn't fit at the time, but, Again, that even pays off well uh, by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. You're right. Oh yeah, yeah. It, but it, it ties together really, really, really well. But so yeah, the, the, the gist of the thing is Ray's tr- trying to be cool, and you know Ray's not cool. So it, it, it <laughs> makes trying. He's like, oh, you got to find your darkness, and he's like, and it's it, it, it's kind of funny because the whole thing is like Ray's not Ray's cool in his own way, but. You know, he's him, tra- him trying to, you know, when they go on to stake out, and he's like, well, I'm wearing his coat. I'm going to be curled uh-huh. cold. Or an apple slice. Uh. <laughs> Throws him out. That was nice. I like that scene. <laughs> it's a, like that's like later on in the in the in the uh in the movie or in the uh episode, right? <laughs> yes. So then we get Nate and Amaya, and Nate is uh created a time seismograph. And Mm-hmm. why not sure yeah um, and this is where i'm like this is what i'm talking about like I, it's easy for me to tune out uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah like whatever god geez, just get to it and i like when they got to it i'm like ooh, cold war story here like uh gorbachev and reagan they're talking about all this shit uh, mm-hmm. like, yeah yeah i love that that's good okay so he's asking this pays off later too he, he's asking her about her his gr- grandfather what you know tell me you, you knew him well tell, tell me about him and she's like hey, the jsa didn't fraternize uh, so the time sizer guy goes off, but Amaya's reaction is, "Oh, it worked!" <laughs> it's like that made me laugh. <laughs> and yes. the aberration is in Washington D.C., 1987, right as the big treaty with Gorbachev and Reagan is about to be signed. Yeah, so they got to go to 1987, and they figure out, you know, that the aberration is in the White House. I guess I think that was the gist of it. Who, who cares? Yes. And but we know the, the, the superpowers of the yes. 80 of the late 80s are involved. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And so they decide Nate and Maya's like, well, we'll just go find the JSA. They still got to be around, you know, in one form or another. And I know where the headquarters is. And the others are like, well, we got to sneak into the White House. How are we going to do that? And they go on a tour. Tour is awesome. This is the uh, Hotel Georgia. All of these scenes are, are shot in the Hotel Georgia oh. in downtown Vancouver. Nice. Uh, Christine knew again because she's been to enough uh, Christmas parties through her. Like she has a job with the provincial government. So mm-hmm. this is where their uh, Christmas parties always are. It's funny. <laughs> I don't know why. It looks nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Like, like she's telling me this because she never get. They they never get a plus one for their for their Christmas parties. So I always (laughs) just have to hear about. Oh, I'm like, wow, it looks like a really nice place. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, if it weren't for Johnny showing me this show, I never would have known what it looks like at your Christmas party. That's right. That's right. (laughs) See, (laughs) Johnny loves me. So now they can infiltrate the White House on a tour, by the way, carrying knives and cold guns and heat guns mm-hmm. in 1987. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good Lord. Like, that's just an international incident right away. Right away. Somebody, like, everyone's going to hear about that. It'll be all over the news for weeks. <laughs> that would be a scandal. Like, they would use that. His, his, his political enemies, uh, Reagan, would use that against him. You know well, what I mean? Well, I can tell my fellow Americans it was well, Rocket Man. <laughs> uh, well, I promise they, well, no more sharp knife. No more. No, I'm turning into uh, Bush, Bush Senior. Bush, yeah. Well, he was vice president. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's what he it. ran on. That's what he ran on and got. Read my lips. No more sharp knife. <laughs> no more flame guns and flame headed young African American. Are you still reading my lips? <laughs> There's a lot. I could start again if you like. <laughs> ridiculous. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, and right away me. again, fashion. Oh my God, Jesus! You love Christ. the fashion, man. Sarah and Sarah Nadie's makeup so fucking hot. <laughs> oh my and, God. Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know. Really? Oh my God, man! Totally did it for me with like that really heavy eye eye shadow and stuff. Oh, oh no, some of the make makeup, sure, and the, and the hair, fine, but some of the looks because Amaya and they make the jokes. Amaya's dressed and you with the fucking those shoulder pads right out of an episode of Designing Women. Just, yeah, and that's fine. Like they, did, I don't think they overdid it, and they could have easily overdone it and gone into caricature, a la, oh, right. a la Johnny Johnny Hedgepeth at that prom or whatever you were talking about. There could have gone that way pretty darn quick. It was the sophomore spring dance, baby. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. <laughs> the, uh, the, shoe, the shoes were white, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but that, like, like easy, like with that blue jacket that that uh, Breckenmeyer was wearing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It wasn't too like overly, but it like it was good, right? And his hair already fits in because yeah, right. dude's totally. hair is, is just eighties hair totally. all the time. But when Sarah again shows up at the end in like that blue fucking power suit, like working mm. girl, man, oh my oh, god, yeah. I can't even handle it. She's so, oh no no, they, is, oh. like this is the the biggest crush I've had on uh, <laughs> on uh, this actress this full series so far. Mm, really uh, liked her. Look no, in this the way they looked during the scene that we're gonna get to the dope fucking music drop scene. Yeah, uh, they look all. They all look oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, but but so they go into the JSA headquarters and she's like, "Well, I get ready to see the most secret, the most elite." training uh, shit place any whatever yeah. and <laughs> it, <laughs> it's it's abandoned of course it's abandoned mm -hmm. and so there uh let me just oh, look over here oh yeah she's saying one thing uh, i need to mention this because i liked the way he delivered the line uh talking about wearing the shoulder pads and why would you want to do this and she's like surely by now in 1987 men and women are considered equals and he just looks at it and he goes, yeah, never lose that optimism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was nice. That was like, a good line. That was a good read, too. Good line and a good read. He's, he's, he can deliver little zingers like that in understated mm -hmm. ways. That's, that's one of his little comic beats that you see a lot yeah, of. Yeah, I'm he, not 100% sold on her yet. She feels mm. a lot like Hot Girl um she evolves yeah yeah but to i just mean like in terms of uh performance and like just kind of just got those uh kind of bambi eyes 
uh, yeah, she's that, still that can that can turn into deer in headlights. Yeah, she's for me in in right. times. She's still playing. Well, she's very young. She she she's like I said, she was in Star Wars, a couple things in this, and the character at this point, they're still playing the whole woman out of time that uh, which. They, you know, they settle down with that shit. You know, and she, you know, she's, she's not constantly mm-hmm. feeling like a woman at a time. But here, I don't it, hate it that. I don't sense. hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so there's someone up in the shadows, and we'll just I'm skip. We'll skip around. It, it's Obsidian. Yeah. And he's Todd. all. It's Todd, Todd <laughs> which is his real name that in the in the comics. But well, that's really funny. Todd. Uh, <laughs> Todd. It's just like oh, it's Todd. It really made me laugh. Like like it's. <laughs> That was your first time watching it. Oh, that that's Todd. <laughs> he does that sometimes. Oh, Todd. Todd's doing his his darky thing again where he yeah. makes <laughs> Don't do it. I think you need to sorry, choose another sorry. <laughs> Darkening. Darkening. I, look, I don't Dark-ish. think I don't his father was the golden age green lantern. I don't think he would have brought him up with, with that way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pardon me. But uh but he's all old and he's all Lance Henriksen. Holy yeah, shit. That, that's that actor? Yeah, that's Lance Henriksen from okay. fucking Alien. From Aliens. Alien. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was tremendous in this. Really well cast. I didn't realize he was somebody of, uh, of, of uh, like a guy who had a, a, a storied career. I was going to ask you to do a little IMDb on him, actually. Oh, no. I mean, he, I remember seeing this the first time <laughs> and, and I remember thinking to myself, can't be Lance Henriksen, you know, because I didn't see, you know, I didn't see the, the credits or anything. And then the credits come, I'm like, holy shit, that was fucking Lance Henriksen. He was on this show. Hmm. It was, it's all like, wow, that's a get, you know, at least to me. I mean, I love, I'm a huge fan of his, his cool. work. He had that cool. It's funny. I didn't watch, I didn't really watch the X-Files all that much, but I'm not, I watched a couple of episodes of that X-Files kind of spinoff with him. The Lone Gunman? Millennium. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I read for Millennium way back really? when, when I first moved to Vancouver. Wow, mm. that takes me back, man! Oh my god, Millennium! It all comes back, it, dude. It, it, more and more and more, I realize that all television seems to just go to Vancouver. Yeah. Well, like, that was I like the first. That was, that was a long time ago. Breakthrough series was X Files for them, right? Yes, yes. When I first moved to Vancouver, in in uh, this is January '98. I soon learned that they're the two least popular people in the in the um, city were Pavel Bure, who's just a, a the, probably the best goal scorer they've ever had mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Vancouver Canucks. But he had I don't know he had run out of favor, uh, and and David Duchovny because he had said something shitty about the weather once. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> okay, when you had said David Duchovny, because I was waiting for something like <laughs> okay, what well, you know what did he do? Nah. No, it wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. I, I think he's, he's, uh, I think he's, isn't he? I don't think he's ever done anything on towards. I think he's admitted to, to having, um, 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 I know I was expecting some Hollywood actor. Oh, okay. Kind of okay. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I know he's had his issues. I'm not. Yeah. Talking yeah, about yeah. His fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but imagine. Okay. Imagine having those issues and then filming how many seasons of that show? Richard I know, I know. Or maybe that's what created it. Like, oh no, God, what was that show the called? Is, the what Red Shoe he's... Diaries. No, 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 no. The the fucking. He's oh, then Californication. Californication. I, I know. My my roommates watched a bit of that. 
and I remember that's what I, mean. I was like, Jesus. That's right. so, so like, like red shoe diaries probably planted the seeds in him. And then, <laughs> he, then he took this and it just like turned into a, a, a weeds just growing everywhere. <laughs> oh boy. So when, when uh, Lance Henriksen, Todd, <laughs> um, yeah. makes everything go dark. She touches, <laughs> she, she touches her totem. I thought I love this. She touches her totem, and the power of the animal she chose was the owl, and her eyes glue so she could see in the fucking dark. And I was it like, was an owl. Yeah, I thought it was. A, I thought it would look like it was like a raven or something at first, but you know, an owl makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And so he appears, and he's old, and he's Lance, and he says, "Why did you abandon us?" And Nate fucking knocks out this senior citizen with. A murder weapon? <laughs> Clunk. Yes. Boom. I'm like, oh. yeah. And this this old man is laying on the floor and it's like I don't know. <laughs> it's like that. Did I did I that, that reminds me of um that uh the old Simpsons when they're they're not sure if they I may have hurt so I think it's like part two of who shot Mr. Burns. It's mm-hmm. like oh, instead of killing an evil old man, I, I may have killed a and uh, instead of you know our grazing a, a, an evil old man, I may have hurt I may have murdered uh, an innocent old man. That's way worse. Trusty's <laughs> like yeah, about ninety thousand volts worse. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what they're thinking at that time after. You know, I, I hope he's okay. If he's, I remember, I, I remember not being disappointed in the, the who shot Mr. Burns. I know. Oh man, that's like I that thought. Might be the, that's when they were just on all cylinders. That but I, but it was not received well. They even joked really? about it later. Yeah, there was one episode later where like doing sort of a, one of their clip show things. I know, and you can't and complain he, about the end. But that's what like, he happened, says. But. He goes. He goes it was Troy McClure, and he goes, and then the world found out the baby did it, and he just yes. smiles, and there's silence. Yes, yes yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, but that's, uh, no, that's just a take on, like, the odd. I think most people were very, very happy with mm. uh, I just remember a lot of people hating it, and I yeah. loved it. I thought it was fucking funny. I was like, fuck you. Everyone, there was people making conspiracy, like, putting together webs of clues and shit. I'm just know, like, that's cool, though. <laughs> that's why that was on purpose. Right, but did, nobody came up with the baby did it. And, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I remember like uh, the, the week before um, I had, or like, uh, yeah, Entertainment Weekly had like published a bunch of clues that had come through what, what was like early internet at that time. Right. Mm. Um, and, I saw, yeah, I you know, I like remember that. it came down to like it being WS or MS, right. Because of mm. the last two. Uh, like, because yeah. of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in the White House. <laughs> yeah. And, and an international Stein, incident. Okay, wait, he has sold on. Stein's in the White House. Okay. And this is, oh boy, this, it, it, this line. I, I don't know. It's so bad. Maybe it's good, but I don't think so. He's walking through. Victor Garver, his delivery is exquisite here. He's, oh, 1987, the 80s Jefferson. Mm-hmm. The halcyon days of Whitney Houston and Star Trek, the next generation. Next generation what yeah. the I just don't like the way they about? riff on, on uh, pop culture. They don't know how to do it. It was, uh, no. The, no. It was just, it was, I was like, what the, what, that, that's your combination? That's what yeah. Stein was into. That's what young yes. Stein was into. Maybe there was a cut scene where they talk about that because young Stein's back, everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. And old Stein doesn't realize, and they see him in the hallway. 
Old Stein's like, I don't remember being here. And they make us some excuse about the aberration causing time ripples. So sure. that, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> at, so Ray and Mick find Reagan's jelly beans, which I guess are just kept in the middle of a hallway. And they're only red, white, and blue. Yeah, but in the okay, while he was president, wouldn't they be on his desk? But I'd imagine. So he's like, ooh, it's Reagan's chili. He's like, well, steal some. Hey, hey, get your hand, get your hands off my beans. <laughs> um, those are President Reagan's beans, uh, Vice President Bush. Sorry, I can't. Well, well, that's all I can do is well. well let, let me let me give it a let me give it a shot. Will, those are my beans, <laughs> my jelly beans. My what about fellow Americans? Tear down the wall. Tear down that wall. That was Mr. him, right? Gorb- Mr. Gorbachev. Those are my. Tear beans. down that wall. Those are my. <laughs> That's what I want. That's Mr. what I'm trying to do. Mr. Gorbachev. Those are my beans. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I haven't had to do a Reagan, oh. the Reagan administration. I know. I know. <laughs> so they steal the fucking jelly beans, and they're like, "Yeah, they're good." I don't know. I thought that was kind of cute and funny, <laughs> but uh, anyways, oh, let's move on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Damien Dark's there. They tell Sarah, she's immediately like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go kill him," and goes off to kill him. Suddenly, guards to see, "Hey, oh, ma'am, you can't have a knife in the White House." Mm-hmm. And then they're shooting the cold gun and the, the heat gun, and Ray crosses the streams. And- what? Like, could they ever mention that before? Yes, they have. Actually. Okay. Yes, they have once before. Okay. Uh, He's like, I thought he raised it. I thought we didn't follow the rules. That's the one rule we follow, stupid. <laughs> uh, really great firestorm effect here. I yeah, yep. yeah. Firestorm comes in, saves the day, transmutes when he oh, he transmutes the bullets into water, I think, mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. He comes in, saves the day. Uh, we go to commercial. And to the back. show's credit. To the show's credit. I mean, part of it is it'd be too expensive to do it every time, but they could do, use this to get out of any jam. <laughs> That's just, just it about Firestorm as a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you think this is something in the comics? It it can be anything. I remember he was like choosing, like he, I'll change that into this, change this and that. There was right. it happened all the time. At least the, the the version that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. That it was like so even even depowered down this much. Um is make the problem with them is you depower him down this much you have to or else yeah he could do fucking anything he's like a you know a super level powered hero with a bunch of like vigilante types who don't have really have superpowers and uh but you know know, they do but you know what i mean he's next level superman level and uh and then, but when you just reduce them to throwing fire, you well, then you're redundant because you got a guy who shoots fire already. Mm, Which, of course, yeah. So that's why, you, and the special effects, so you find reasons to split them up. But it always felt odd to me, Bachi Sean. And again, no spoilers. They they're gone in season in the middle of season three, mm-hmm. and uh, and I really enjoyed what they eventually did with them. But a lot of it was not even being firestorm anymore. So okay, and a lot okay. of it starts here because the hmm. seed. There's other seeds being uh, said here about no, Stein just, meeting himself. Just one big, one big English garden today. <laughs> oh, now Rip is not in this one. 
I know you want him back so much. But I did. I did think of him uh, in one scene coming up. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. but I love. I love this news footage here. Like that. Wasn't it fun? Like like super RoboCop looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really it was good. Of course, it's always Channel Fifty Two. Hmm. Oh that's, right, right, right. Yep, that's. Always- I should be cluing into that shit. Oh, I wanted to ask about mm-hmm. the masks on the wall behind. Uh, uh, there was two. There was really clear like masks behind um, Ray in uh, in like I, a meeting scene. Do you remember those? I didn't. I didn't catch yeah. that. I don't know. They look like they could have been something. One looked very Stormtrooper esque, mm-hmm. or like Clone Trooper esque. The other one looked like the mask of Vulcan from uh, the old uh, Hercules cartoon show that we grew up with in, in Canada. I'd have to show you. Um, I, I think I've mentioned to you the, the, the mighty Hercules before, haven't I? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, uh-uh. it's, a, it's a cartoon show that all Canadian kids grew up with. It's, it's uh, from uh, Nelvana, like early Nelvana. Um, do you know Nelvana? No. Yeah. I'd have to. It's like it's a They're a, an animation. It is. <laughs> They're an animation company that would that did have some crossover hits. I'll find some eventually here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah the, the Mighty Hercules and the, and the, and the Mask of Vulcan is, is hilarious. I have friends who went as him. I had a friend who went as him for uh, Halloween. And, and it, because this show is shot in, in Canada, I feel like that might be something that somebody on the crew could have snuck in there. Is what That's I'm saying. possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't catch it all. And believe me, not in the IMDb at all, because we get to the IMDb, because I'm only going to read one thing, because it fucking made me fucking laugh. Yeah. But under goofs, yeah. now in a show with this many, an episode of television with this many military uniforms and, hand, and weapons, what do you think the goofs are filled with, my friend? <laughs> filled with. Yeah, let's see four. You can't, you can't. A cold gun. You're gonna seriously. You're gonna use a cold gun to de, de to to take it down. It's a bomb using C four. I wish. Seriously, I wish. I wish. It's all epaulets, mm-hmm. and the way the fucking the stuff on the uniforms. You know, with just again a monotone. You can tell there's no malice in this at all. It's like. And seeing the age of the actor, there is no way that, you know, it would be highly implausible that he would have reached a rank that high at his, that point in his military career. <laughs> right. Wow. It, there was one guy who threw a little shade. It was about the, the cocking of the guns, the sound effect of cocking of the guns, because you don't really do that or some shit. And hmm. he ends with, he's like, this is a common misconception in most television shows. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy moly. <laughs> it always fascinates me because it gets down. It's like Vulcan-esque. The, Star Trek Vulcan, not Maskov. But all right. So Nate and Amaya, they're back. They, he, I thought this was funny. They don't know. He's like, I don't know. Did I kill him? Uh, Todd? Did I kill Todd? <laughs> and he's whispering. And he's, yes. he's, I don't know what I think. And she goes, why are you whispering? He goes, well, if he's alive, I thought he could use the nap. He's kind of old. <laughs> yeah, he's growing on me, that, this actor. <laughs> he just feels so TV ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick Zano, uh, star of uh, the screen, TV screen. He's a TV actor. Yeah, he looks and like he, quite- he would have been like in the 87. He would have been like uh, Mike Seaver's best buddy. 
or something. Mm. Either that or somebody who's like uh, who causes shit in an episode. He would have been on nine hundred two one zero in a fucking sure in the nineties. Yeah, well, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. you can put him in all these places. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what was that? like, oh, could he could he have been like uh, got involved with the sweat hogs in the seventies? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could have pulled that off with the. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he would he would have been he would have been a better replacement for for, for Travolta than the guy from the South they got. Right, right. Blonde haired guy who was from the South. I was like, wow, what are you what are you doing? What are you? Do? You know me? Yeah, you know, a nine year old, eight year old me looking at looking at looking welcome at Cotter with this mm-hmm. disdainful. What are you doing? Just come on. This I remember. I discovered Welcome Back, Cotter, or it was on TV for the first time when I was probably about thirteen or fourteen, and I just watched it every day. There was that and like uh, the Monkees. Was that was the first time those those were like much music was showing one and the other, and one was on another channel. Um, and I associate. It's so weird. I remember uh, associate uh, the taste of peanut butter cookies with uh watching those shows because that's what uh, my mom was always making at that time mm. uh, that's a wild uh, the monkeys i could see the other one i'm like oh wow that's the first one what was it again what's that what was the first one i'm sorry well, welcome back carter welcome back that that's so odd yeah you know what year was this this would have been like early 90s like Holy 90 wow wow yeah. okay we in america welcome back cotter didn't was a blip in memory at that point i remember when it was in reruns i remember i remember when it was on and and i always thought some of the first season is pretty good because it's just hey it's gabe kaplan doing his groucho marx impression in front of a bunch of kids i'm like yeah okay right see like like when i'm seeing this i have no idea who um who he is gabe kaplan i'm just like uh, then later on I learned that this guy's like, yeah right um but and it was just like these teenagers like i was just in, in you know 13 or 14 like i said so okay no, let no, me guess who was your favorite it was probably Barberino. Like I was like, I mean, that really? might have been, You're it might a have been a, guy. It might have been. This might have been close to when yeah, Pop Fiction was hitting. Uh, no. Even you know what I mean when I was like, okay. uh, you know what I mean, like getting like way into like his back catalog. Uh, okay, oh, here I did a quick look here on Nelvan. Uh-huh. Inspector Gadget was their first big thing. Uh, they did like Strawberry Shortcake, My Pet Monster, Care Bears was their first big breakthrough. Oh, they did and Inspector they did, Gadget. Okay, yeah, they did uh, Droids and Ewoks in the eighties. They were huge in the eighties. Um, huh. The they used uh, uh, they worked on Three Amigos. This is so funny, just looking at this all the way through. But and they like they've been the Adventures of Tintin in uh, the nineties and the Magic School Bus. So so they're just like uh, the uh, oh wait, they did yeah. Magic School Bus. Yeah, yeah, Nelvana, and they continue to work now. I think they're on like uh, fa- Fairly Odd Parents is like one of their main things now. Oh, I, my oldest nephew. Yeah. Here. When he was a kid, and I first met him. He liked Fairly Odd Parents, and I wanted to put my head through the wall. <laughs> I've never really watched it. I don't That's know. Funny. I like the animation. It. I like the animation a lot. The animation is great. There's something yeah. about it that's made me go. Ugh. And and hmm. it's it's not shitty. I just not for me. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, some of those I really like. I uh, Magic School Bus. My nephew like uh, watched that you know a few years ago. You know when he was. 
like seven and stuff. He yeah. he fucking loved it. And I would, that was something like, yeah, we can all watch this together. Cause I was like, yeah, this is good. I'm like, it's, it's like, it's lit. This is good. Right. <laughs> I, I could sit and watch this. This is good children's television. Even though the kid with red hair and the glasses is a punk. <laughs> punk ass. I, I've never watched it, but, but I know, <laughs> I know the kid you're talking about. <laughs> Nara's just starting to get into it. It seems I just want something that's either easy to ignore or something that just like surprises me at how great it is. You know what I mean? Like Teen, okay, T- like teen I Titans a, Go. I have, a, I have a recommendation for you. Yeah. I don't know where what it would be on. Uh, where you have that? It's called, uh, it's from Cartoon Network. It's called We Bear Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I love it. Do you oh, think I don't know We Bear Bears? I don't I, know. Like, I teach, I don't know. I'm, an, I'm an international uh, the, education, man. That, 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 the, the creator of We Bear Bears created that with the, the intention of showing like life of an immigrant in uh, in america mm-hmm. all three like uh, so it's like oh and all my students love it. Th- those bears are huge man like they're they're big with teenagers and yeah. ice bear i've read ice bear is supposed to be someone kids on the spectrum of autism interesting cool too. yeah i've yeah. read that uh, yeah they kick ass they, we bear bears it's, kick ass it's, 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 it's i remember being just I've heard, I heard this was good, and my nephew just saw it on Netflix. Let's watch that. Watched a couple episodes with him, and mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, this is great. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the, the voice cast is yeah, it's just a bunch of positive. great comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, right. everyone, okay, hey, comic book nerds, listen, watch We Bear Bears, even if you don't have kids, because it's yeah. really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get so back here's, to this. this is where, so we're at the point here where Sarah and um, Stein – Stein have their confrontation. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they have the confrontation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And but uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about that? No, nah, no. She's like, just the line. He's telling you, "Come on, we're supposed to protect history." And she's like, "Sounds like you never cared about anyone." Right. Not supposed to kill dark. Yeah. And that comes back later when they have their, their when they make up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it, but you get like both thing, right? Like she learns to chill out, and he learns to that maybe I do, I do care about someone very much, and like reminds mm-hmm. her, blah blah blah. So um, from this, it goes to JSA talks about the friendship with the Soviet Union ending. Yeah, um, I like this. Feels like a nice story. I like this this part of the story. Anytime they're involving like that kind of history and um, golden age heroes and stuff like that, it's really cool. Yeah. Because in 1956, the JSA went on a mission in Leipzig and never made it back. But Obsidian didn't go because he just said the government felt he couldn't be trusted. Uh, Nate's like, "Why?" And Amaya's like, "Just, just let it go," you know. And uh, and we'll just talk. We want to talk about it now. And thankfully, there wasn't any of that bullshit on people. Oh, your agenda. Maybe it's because Obsidian's gay in the comic book. For some reason, people think. They have always had the argument, like, it's okay if he's gay in the comic book, but if they change him to a gay character for TV, that's wrong. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Myself. But mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of nerd rage is like, oh, that, that don't, sure. wait, that checks out. That, that checks out. It's in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it okay. I, I've never been that kind of comic fan. Or, or yeah. You don't have to play to the original text that much for me. Sure. Sure. Or change shit around, man. I get it. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to Treks in the City podcast. With a guy talking about adapting a uh, some graphic novel into a TV show, and he was talking about, he's like, yeah, you have to change some things. You got to make it more diverse and inclusive because you're putting this on television, and that's good. And you have to 
you, you have to change this because it was a comic book written by a bunch of white guys. Someone all the main characters, a bunch of white guys. So right. you, you try to change <laughs> things up. You know, it, <laughs> you want you want people to watch this fucking show, like this show, because this yes. show is very very. Oh boy. <laughs> so it's, I'm chasing so, this one like a fucking hound. I but know, uh, I know. all right. So, so anyway, yeah, okay. So I, I know where we're at. You know where we are. Let's take a quick little break and talk okay. about what else we got going on and what else is going on on the Plum Podcast Network. Um, first of all, dude, I know life is life, but you know, <laughs> what, yours, yours might in the truth. truth. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, the the the, the guy I had planned to work with um for the next episode like it would have to be like an in-person thing so i have people mm. i still have like lots of people that are that are excited to work with me and and to have these conversations but um it, it still feels like it's a little on hold i don't know if i right. if i get if i get jazzed to um to follow through on a couple i know like there are some that i'm really jazzed about um, but I feel like I need to kind of do it in a certain order. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. I, it, and, and, you know, it's a, the first week of school for my, for my, mm-hmm. for myself here, as well as my, my, cause I work in education, as I said, but also my daughter is in grade one and that's like really complicated. So I'm kind of feeling like I kind of got to slow it down to the, just the one for the time being. Here. Well, yeah, and, uh, but, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that show, and, and I'm going to put it over for anyone who hasn't listened to Travis's other podcast, yours, mine and the truth. What the fuck are you doing? Listen hmm. to it. Um, he's got, a, how many did you get in the can? 15 episodes. 15, so that's pretty, that's pretty 15 good. long fucking episodes that require a lot of prep work. Yeah, that's this isn't. Hey, let's watch this silly superhero show that's forty-five minutes that's long. That's the other thing to riff yeah. on it. It's it's it. You know, it, yeah. the only prep that goes into this is me typing my scribble on you know <laughs> onto my computer screen and trying to to put it into a cohesive order and failing miserably. Yeah, and today I had my wife with me to do the 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 research that I that I normally do for like the songs and stuff, which we'll get to. Oh, that's but oh. but but. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yours, mine, and the truth. Do listen to it. I, I am proud of the work I've done so it's far. Great. I will it's come fantastic. back to it uh, at a at a to be determined time. There's lots of I've, like I said, I got lots of friends who are really excited to do something, and um, uh, lots of great topics. Um, well, th- think about it this way: um, Venture Brothers just got canceled for real. Finally, mm-hmm. we'll see with all the other streaming services. S- seven seasons. That show's been on for seventeen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So you or you something like the Venture uh, Brothers model. or even like um. It's, it's speaking of our. This will be a good segue into our other uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, endeavor. Mystery Science Theater was brought back for two seasons on Netflix, mm. and it was really good. I thought Jonah is a really good replacement. On you know that, what? Actually. I liked Jonah, and I like the comics doing the voices of the bots. But my problem was they sound too much alike, and I can't tell them apart. Oh yeah, yeah. And, There's a some. Dude, love, the what's, Mac her and me- what's her name though what's her name the 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 big bad the actress's name i can't remember uh, but she is good yeah she's, she's delightful yeah, she's yeah. A bit and and a crush that's like ooh, that's oh yeah i get it i get crush. it and patents on and patents on it I and patents great um speaking of crushes and and marking out i mean but, but i'll we'll talk about mystery titan theater we just did another one oh, with uh, uh robert hawkins it was great look up look that up that that was a great surprise to have another, it was uh, wow because a complete stranger first time we worked with a fan ever <laughs> like i had a feeling it could have gone like you ever see you ever 
I don't know if you uh, are aware on the internet, but there's some uh, ladies who have their own websites, <laughs> and sometimes we're like, "I'm going to do it with a fan," and it, and it's a and it's a, and it's a train wreck. <laughs> and, and like, not that it's the exact same. Not that we have the same skills as some of these ladies on the internet who who uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very sex worker positive. Come on. Um, oh, I, but, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're talking about. The, um, but, uh, but no, uh, Robert was fucking awesome. It, 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 is, it was a great time. Yeah, and he, uh, dude, he was so funny. Cause I had the same, I had the same thought. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, now I used to do an live internet radio show with uh, a guy named Jack Miller and we'd take phone calls and we could, and we'd get them in. So we would talk, we'd get lucky sometimes to get some crazy motherfuckers. And we were both good at, at, at interacting with them. But every now and then you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, all right, you know, we got, like, we got to go. You, you've heard them. Uh, like, like actual call-in shows where you know, they're like, oh, well, that didn't fucking work out. Mm-hmm. But, um, but he was, Robert was great. And for a sex worker, funny. Yeah. Funny guy. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, so yeah. Sex worker. <laughs> Mystery Titan Theater. Check it out. <laughs> um, the most recent one. Uh, but about the speaking of fanboying out, that's what I want to say. Sasha Banks appearing in that mm. Mandalorian uh, uh, trailer today just blew my mind. Really? Um, for for a, a thousand different reasons. Um, uh, when I, like the cool thing is when I showed my wife, like I said, I'm like, who is that? Like after she's here the second time, she's like, is that, is that Sasha Banks? And she's like, oh my God. She's like, and that, she's happy. She said that she had the same reaction I had. It's like, is that now she's not, it's so good if she's not under Vince's thumb anymore. Like it, that's whenever I see somebody really talented, because I think Sasha Banks is really talented. Oh yeah, she uh, is. To, but she's completely under Vince's thumb right now. What's that? He's completely under Vince's thumb right now. So yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, but but to to have some sort of success elsewhere and the possibility of of not being under Vince's thumb for some of this talent is so um oh, I, I, makes I, me happy. <laughs> I, I I always look at it this way: when I see wrestlers getting acting roles, and I always cheer for it because I'm like. Yeah, they're fucking actors. Yeah, that's what they fucking do. They're actors who can kind of do their own stunts if they want to. You know, sure. it, to some extent. <laughs> to some extent. I mean, yeah. Remember uh, Lita, infamously again in Vancouver, ooh, ooh, uh, Dark Angel. What? Dark Angel. That was <laughs> yeah. a Dark Angel. Ooh, said yeah. she could do her, her own move and then broke her goddamn neck. So yeah, I remember. Ooh, wow, I remember that being. I remember hearing about that and going, "What the fuck? What are you yeah, doing?" Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, everybody involved too. Right, you got to be like, no, you're our talent, right? There's like the insurance and blah 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 blah. Like there are, you know. Hey, uh, The Rock wrestled an alien on Voyager, and I think he, there was no I remember that. for that. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> I watched that live. I remember I was so into to The Rock at that time that actually that was like one of the. I wasn't watching Voyager at the time. Oh, I was actually. into both. I, yeah. oh, I was into both. That was like, mm-hmm. that was the perfect little cocktail for me. Like the rocks on Star Trek. Damn, that's dope. See, that's Sasha. That's Sasha Banks and Mandalorian for me. But like on like a huge level, because this is big, man. That's big for her. That's so. Oh, cool. it's so. It, dude, that I mean, that's as big as it fucking gets. Because yep. not only is it just is it Star Wars, it's fucking the Mandalorian, which is great i mean yeah. it's and like cool star wars and like hip star wars yeah, yeah 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 i've said it before i've said it again people were trying to say what it is and 
they were like, oh, it's it's Lone Wolf and Cub. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I definitely see that there's definitely the Lone Wolf and Cub in there. Of course. And trying to lean more into the samurai uh, story. Of it. And I've said before, I'm like, this is a fucking Western. This yeah. is a, is a yeah. Western. It's all that stuff. And, and to me, what, what seals it with the Western is the painted pictures of the action the that happened yeah. at the end is yeah. right out of yeah. so many fucking old fifties Western. Mm-hmm. I, was like, mm-hmm. I love oh, that great. music during the end credits yeah. too. Oh, I remind, nice. it's like I always say, it reminds me of uh, when there'd be like a, a show that you got to watch when you were a little younger, that you were probably a little too young to watch, but you stayed up a little later than you should have and got to watch it. And you hear that kind of music, like at the end kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty great. <laughs> All right, so before we get back to the show, I am DV Curious, and uh-huh. I only have one, one thing to read. It's it's in the reviews. Most of the reviews were, um, you know, sort of positive. You know, they're like, yeah, I think I like where this is going. So nice, but this fella, <clears throat> let's see here, uh, with the name. Scramble with me. Right. One star in 2019. I'm sick of Damien Dark. How many more episodes will he be in? I just watched a whole season of Arrow with him in. Enough already. Why is Eobard Thon Reverse Flash messing with history so much? And Sarah's stupidity about trying to get revenge when she knows what could result. And Amaya needs to go away. She never should have gotten on the ship. And Ray... Choose weirdly slash grossly. I still love Rory. <laughs> what? So weird. One star. See, I wonder if that's, I think that's like a fake review. I think that's somebody who knows people on the, on the show or like, or like you read reviews from somebody else. You said that before. I, think, I don't think so, buddy. I think you just, you, you coming up with that conspiracy theory, I think is a coping mechanism Really, this person exists. Yes, yes. I just like I just know that like the troll universe exists pretty strong. Yeah, too. so I've some of these it, are a bit of a coin that. toss. Is, is that, all I'm saying. That is that. There's there are times where I've seen some where I'm like, what is this? And then I realize mm-hmm. it's clearly someone I'm fucking with everybody. No, 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 no. Where it's someone where I could tell that English isn't their first language, and I'm like, oh no, no, okay, sure. that's okay. I'm not going to make fun of this, but then yeah. I'm like. And you see some stuff, maybe. Here's the thing. I know they do that with really big popular stuff. No one's bothering to do that with Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know. Somebody, there's, the IMDb uh, the, there's only a, But there's, because there's only a handful. Like, okay. Like, okay. You, Game of Thrones, I'm sure, has pages of. Maybe, yeah, good there's point. There's like, like, this one gets eight. You know, it's, I mean, come on. Who's bothering? Okay, okay. <laughs> That's funny. So getting back to the Legends of Tomorrow. They're on the ship. The legends tell Amaya that Rex's killers are because they figured out that, you know, the time nemesis is there. However, uh, they're like, hey, Gideon, you know where Damien Dark is or some shit or what he's going to do. And she says, I don't know what the point of this line was because they did a reaction shot to it. She goes, she says, I've accessed Dark's IBM computer. And they all kind of look and I'm like, well, is there a joke? I, what, I don't, why, mm. why mention IBM? I, mm. I don't. 
I don't know. That just I don't know why that stuck out to me. It did. But, I, 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 I missed it entirely. Yeah, but, but they find out he's they access his calendar, which apparently on his calendar for his secretary is meet KGV, KGV agent in park at midnight. That's right. Because it's in his planner. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I like that they're like, yeah, okay, they're moving things along. I like that they got here. That's I like that they're using KGB. If you're gonna if you're gonna have this eighty seven uh, Russia stuff, then, yeah, KGB, of course. So, so Sarah says Mick and Ray out on a stakeout. We already talked about this. He's wearing the jacket. Yeah, yeah. but I wanted to ask quickly, which one yeah. would you say is Dreyfus and which one is Estevez? <laughs> you know what? Never seen either of those. Oh, my God, oh, dude. Oh, the original yeah. stakeout is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I'd watch yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah. Dreyfus, Dreyfus, Dreyfus makes good movies. Dreyfus, I mean, especially I, I, at that time. That was his sweet spot. You know what? Didn't have any fucking... I, I liked Richard Dreyfus a lot. Didn't really care hmm. much for Emilio Estevez. In a hidden gem. I'd say it's a hidden gem. And I know that the sequels got Rosie O'Donnell, which of course makes me want to rush to watch the fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell at that time too. That's, I mean, that's when she was like, that was a League of, the, League of Their Own era, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Pre, uh, no like... Uh, okay. League of Her Own, she was fucking awesome in, but yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. I got no use for Rosie mm-hmm. O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just not mine. And I, 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 I can't speak to, uh, too much of the sequel, but the first one is uh, it was good. There's a reason why they brought it back. Oh, I, 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 damn. I'm not, not attacking it. Just never saw it, never wanted Anyways, to I'm going to say Estevez, um, uh, um, the Adam is Estevez, and Captain, mm. uh, and uh, Heatwave is Dreyfus. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You, know? you know, when uh, Estevez got his head crushed in the beginning of that Mission Impossible movie, I laughed. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, just... Really? Yeah, the rest of us doesn't suck. Yeah, like he's 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 made was... some he's made some bad movies or movies that are just aren't aimed at us. But no. uh, he's he's he's. And I'm not movies. saying in a personal way. I think I mean I know what his brother acts like. I think I'm pretty sure he's got his shit together. I just you know I'm just like I just never cared for him. Never. Hmm. That goddamn movie with him and his brother as as garbage men that seem to be on TV constantly. Man, worst piece of fucking shit. Yeah. I've heard it. Somebody said recently yeah. that it's like one of the uh, like there's uh, the, uh, a mainstream story where it's kind of got that good uh, kind of workers unite kind of uh, socialist Ooh, uh, message. And apparently uh, men at work does. I don't know. I, I kind of want to revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. OK, good on you. You know, but oof, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, but this show is getting this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It it really put me off on both of them. Like I'm like, because it was it seemed like it was on constantly on like Comedy yeah. Central. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. Anyways, so here's the thing. Like so they're on the stakeout. I've done the stakeout. Okay, and yeah, but before they went on the wave rider, like uh, they didn't bring Obsidian with them. Like we got to like bring the superhero with you for fuck's sake. Yeah, because he doesn't want to go. Because he, he's just, I guess, is that what he said? Uh, okay. No, he's just like, yeah, yeah, he's not interested because he, okay. whatever, what's fine. Okay, okay. So, on the stakeout, we hear, I just died in your arms tonight. My wife yes. looked really quick by cutting crude. Not a Warner Brothers. Oh, Neither yeah. one of these uh, are Warner Brothers. Artists. Ooh, so I was going to ask. I think they've got some more um, more, more cash to spend. Maybe. Or, or maybe <laughs> our theory was a complete coincidence. Maybe, yeah, 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 shit, yeah. But, <laughs> but I did love when uh, Mick punched the radio when that song came out and said, I hate the 80s. Because, like, good for you, Mick. That song stinks. Mm. I Have you ever uh, seen uh, MacGruber? I, I 
Oh, that's Gruber broken is wings. fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's broken wings. That's the yeah. that one. That's what that kind of reminded me of. McGruber is a. If, if people listening to this have not seen McGruber and, and even think, oh, that goofy Saturday Night Live sketch that always ended with them blowing up, watch McGruber. It's yeah. no, it got a cult following. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, and there's it's, a series coming. Yeah. So oh, they're doing a series. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> I was so I'm rarely disappointed when a TV show gets canceled. It was like, yeah, whatever. But Last Man on Earth. Yeah, with, we uh, hadn't watched the last. Uh, uh, probably a season and a half, it, but we were we were way into it for a while. It ends on a fucking cliffhanger, and they mm. fucking canceled it. And That's I remember being just like, "Oh, come on!" That's a shame. I I adored that show. Yeah, yeah, it, it had was some great so moments. funny. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. So and so, Dark's meeting with the the KGV. I love this because oh, goddamn, I love Neil Cavanaugh, and he sits down next to the KGV guy, and he he says so he's like. So I was waiting for you, Boris, 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 right? Boris or Igor. It's always one of the two of you guys, yeah, right? It looks like a Russian John Lovitz. That's good. <laughs> Russian John. <laughs> hey, that's the, yeah, that's the ticket. That's it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. And, and he says, uh, it was, uh, he's just getting to his point, and he does his little thing. He's like, anywho, that's one of his little traits that he plays his, his mm-hmm. villain as. He, you see it later on when he's talking about the bomb going to go off, and he goes, kaboom! Yeah. And the little and he, is, he throws lots of that in this little performance. And I, he's, it's so great, because yeah, he's also good. a psychopathic murderer. Sure. And I, I, I love, it's Joker stuff. You know, like, oh, some of these right. guys can be fucking funny. And young Stein followed them there because he wanted Dark to talk to Reagan about some shit. I guess mm-hmm. the transmutation project. He notices that the guy is wearing a KGB watch. Like, Ugh, I hated this yeah. dialogue so like, much. What? I know it wasn't great. Oh, you are wearing this, which is also from the, like known from the blah 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 blah. Shut up. How would you know this? Meeting with a Russian, meeting with a Russian in these circumstances is highly irregular. Yeah. Maybe I should just leave. And he get and. And he gets stabbed. Yeah, Lil, that's part, what I'm saying. Lil Rip style. Like Lil Rip did. <laughs> hey, got a little taste. Got a little taste of Mr. Pokey, she did. <laughs> which leads to Stein on the ship suddenly having a knife wound, yeah. which doesn't make any sense because he should just have a scar now that he didn't know where it came from. I know. I uh, know. And since. He just goes to the sick bay so he can argue with himself, and then he's fine to go on the mission. I don't know why they included that, just just for something to go to the commercial with. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. But it made no sense. Um, and so they're in the sick bay, and so like you again because we've they've met before. They did the season one thing with it, yep. where they meet, and. And old Stein's mad at, at young Stein because he's not paying attention to Clarissa, and this is one of the big things in this episode. He's just like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be with your wife. And he's like, oh, but my, my, my science, my science. And he's like, just go with your wife. You, you need, and we'll get it all out of the way now. This, this little subplot, him arguing with himself mm-hmm. about spend more time with your wife. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, has a, has a direct effect on the, the, the forward progress of the show and what and what happens with Martin Stein. Just gonna say. Okay. And it's you know it, it, right here. It's just like you know whatever. You know, he, he just you know, pay attention to your wife, stupid. 
Yeah. I'm going to pay attention to her, boy. I'm going to pay attention to her real good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he's also given a pep talk to Ray, tells Sarah that, you know, I do care about someone. Sarah, you are, you're our captain. And dun dun dun, you know, because you got to do the right thing. Anyway, let's get to this. Mm-hmm. Nate and Amaya figure out that they got to get into the state dinner, and only Todd can get them in there. <laughs> First, Todd says no. While they're arguing, Nate figures out that Amaya and Rex were a couple. Uh huh. And somehow they convince Todd to uh, get them in. And the next shot, slow mo. Legends walking around the corner in yeah. tuxedos and that outfit that Amaya's wearing and that outfit that uh, Sarah's wearing. Yeah, totally wow. Girl. Yeah. Wow. And two fucking danger zone. Danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> this is a nice touch with the music, how that becomes like the kind of jazz in the background at the party. I that noticed that yeah. the second time I watched it to take notes, I would that yeah. it went from Kenny Loggins to, you know, uh, what was the name of the band Lounge, on the yeah. Simpsons? The, the, the lounge band on the, the early season of the Simpsons. There was one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, the, or, yeah. How about for the Blues Brothers? Murph and the Murph Tones. Yeah. Or <laughs> Sexual Chocolate from uh, uh, Coming to America. Yeah. Like Just like any sort of wedding band. It's a, it kind of sounded like, yeah, it was good. And, and it cuts across them walking through. You see uh, Obsidian Todd. You know, he's looking good in a tuxedo. And she's like, thanks. He's like, just his line delivery. Good to be back in the game again. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that guy's just, yeah. he's another level. Lived, lived some miles. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's walked some. You know what? When, when there's a certain time an actor should go full Heston, and that's when you go full hell, full Heston. Yeah, yeah. That's a Charlton Heston delivery there, my friend. Sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, they're... Oh yeah, Clarissa meets young Clarissa. Yeah, yeah she looks familiar. Clarissa. She looks familiar. I couldn't. Uh, I didn't look her up. I may have seen her around uh, at auditions or things like that. She's stunning. I mean, yeah, she's really she, pretty. Yeah, and she uh, she'd already met Jax for whatever reason. They sent Jax to talk to her. Blah blah blah. And she finds Oldstein there, and she's like, "Oh, what's your name? I'm a friend of your husband's. What's your name?" And he's like, "My name's Martin too." I, I whatever. I love that because that, that's an actual reaction. <laughs> you know, I am also Martin Martin Stein. Also, the <laughs> I'm the older version. I'm the older version of him. I'm him. I'm him. Let's go. Have sex. Let's have sex. Let's sex. It's the same thing. It's not. I'm not doing anything bad. <laughs> it's, it's me. <laughs> it's me. Your husband. <laughs> Oh, time wasn't kind, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> so they take it. They have a dance. He assures her that her husband. He calls Martin a fool, but deep down believe that he truly loves you. That was cute, nice little scene. Yep. And uh, Sarah and Meyer have him talking. Like, well, what are you going to do when you find Rex's killer? And Maya's like, going to arrest him. And Sarah's like, how about killing him? She's looking at her like, no, that's not what we do. Or, fucking superheroes and so it cuts to dark meeting with the russians in the basement of the fucking white house or some shit and he's trading them a cd rom of i guess the nuclear codes for something in a box yeah and he really puts something it's a cd rom 
It's mm-hmm. the newest thing. <laughs> I know. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. And, and then, uh, so the, the good guys jump in and they drop the box. And Nate says, it dropped the badass CD-ROM. I was like, why, why was it bad? Was like, okay. Mm. No, that's... Who wrote, the standoff scene was pretty good. Who wrote that? Yeah, the standoff was great. You get fucking... Sarah throws a goddamn ninja star into his uh, Dark's hand, and he just yeah. stares at it. Like That's cool. Uh, and there's a huge fight. Oh, oh, oh. He announces that there's a bomb up in uh, the state dinner. And mm-hmm. uh, says everything's going to go kaboom. Then there's a big fight scene. Firestorm saves Clarissa. Obsidian goes, starts zipping around, turning into fucking shadows and shit, which I thought looked fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, looked really cool. I love when Sarah throws a shoe like that when she's uh, like just yeah. about to start fighting that guy. She's like pissed off. She throws, that's so 80s, man. It just felt like she, <laughs> she was right in it, like well, getting on those heels. Well, Sarah fights a giant Russian, yeah, when she yeah. throws the fucking shoe. And she's a tiny little thing. And she's just like, Ray Mysterioing around on this totally. motherfucker, yeah. kicking his ass, and ah, oh, that was fun. Yeah. And Obsidian takes a bullet for Omaya. Mm-hmm. He'll be okay, but he takes a bullet for Omaya because he had been mad at her, but of course, because she's a member of the JSA. That's right. That's right. And this, I don't know, this made me laugh. Mick and Ray run into the state dinner with their guns out. Mm-hmm. Mick yells. Holding holding a fucking flamethrower, he yells, everybody get out of here! And they all just look at him. Uh-huh. Ray comes in and calmly says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I believe there's a bomb. And then they panic yeah. to a mass stampede. And yeah. I, thought, oh, I don't no. know. And that worked for you? To me, that was... It worked. It, was like, yeah. it felt like it was... At, okay, It was out of place, but it felt like something from a Zuck, Zucker Brothers But movie. it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me why somebody wouldn't be afraid of somebody coming in with guns like that. Well, that's, I don't know what exactly... The premise of the joke is that they all look at Mick Rory running in and saying, everyone get out of here and go, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't and that part doesn't really work. But yeah. It felt like the punchline when they sure, they sure. immediately turn into a panic yeah, yeah, yeah. stampede, which felt like something out of, a, like I said, a Zucker right, Brothers movie. Right. Which, again, you know, those jokes don't always fucking mm-hmm. fly either, especially the knockoffs. Mm-hmm. All those movies that were the something movie or this movie. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah not, my, not my. So <laughs> they knock over a fucking table so you can see the fucking bomb. And Ray's trying to disarm the bomb. Can't figure it out. Mick gives him a pep talk. So you're Ray Palmer. You can science your way out of anything. Yeah. So this pays off the the kind of thing that you don't have to be a science guy all the time. And things like, yeah, but this is your strength, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good. And, and he gets to dismantle the cold gun, which yep. he didn't want to do before. So it's nice. A nice little bookend on that. Yeah, and, and the killed gun can't be used anymore, too. Yeah. And he saves the day while Mick's eating hors d'oeuvres, which I thought was fun. He's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die eating. So. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And, yeah, it was believable. Really <laughs> believable performance there. Like, yeah, like this guy's ready to die. Like, he's lived so much thinking. Like, all right, that's cool. I got a fucking eclair. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. I love eclairs, man. Oh, especially oh, at, like, at, like, at one of those fancy kind of buffet-type dinners. Mm, Delicious. Especially when my buddy's trying to disarm a bomb. That's it's <laughs> the best hors d'oeuvres. Uh, so Sarah and uh, Damien Dark. Sarah here and Damien Dark, yeah. They, he, Dark recognizes her from 1942, and he goes, oh, you have an age a day, Lazarus Pitt? And, which yeah. is funny because, yeah, but that's yeah. not why. And he's like, oh, I know that look. 
He's like, that's the look of someone I've taken everything from. Yeah. And she's such a good scene, man. Oh yeah. And she, I can't remember. She's going to kill him, but she decides to just talk to him and she just coldly tells him what happens. She basically tells him how arrow season five ends. She says, he's like, your arc falls. Your wife is murdered. You mm-hmm. even try to kill your own daughter. A whole city rises up against you and you die defeated and alone. And he's shook. And all of a sudden, zoop, thons, speedsters him away. And she's yeah. like, that's the reveal. Now she knows. And yeah. She's like, it's a fucking speedster because she speedster. knows. Yeah. Yeah, she knows the Flash, and she knows his rogues gallery uh, a bit. And because like, it's a speedster like the Flash, and she's like, faster. You know, so either know. it's really good. Yeah, yeah, because he is. And yeah. And so we get to the end, we're gonna wrap this up. And, oh, there's a nice hug moment there with Nathan. the hug moment. Yes, I'm sorry. That, that was he really also good. like here's where I'm starting to see the 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 even with material that's not the best, because that could have been clunky. That felt like these are two real TV stars, man. Yep. Uh, like uh, those two, like sharing that moment. And it like more so and it fits, it just fits with them. It, like, went, it, like, it, it was great. Yeah. Um, and so something some one little moment like that really showcases how much it just like they're just suited so well for these parts. Yeah, because it's where he she reveals to Nate that she managed to pickpocket while she was talking to him. She pickpocketed yeah. uh, the, the MacGuffin. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do one of the MacGuffins. Yeah, uh, we'll find out what it is next episode. And uh, yeah, they have a, I thought it was a lovely moment. Do we hug? Do we hug? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, and it was real. And it was real. Yeah. It felt real. Yeah, he really uh, did. Yeah. And so the two Steins are on the ship. Young Stein's like, hey, tell me about my science future. And he's just like, ah, go fuck your wife. <laughs> and uh, dude, uh, really quickly, that's my one of my friend, uh, Kevin Banners, uh, like uh, his best. Uh, he's a stand up comic. And that's what he's always wanted to use as uh, a really good heckle. If somebody if some or come back to a heckle, uh, ah, go fuck your wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we wrap this up, I got to tell this story. There was a, a famous story about when Chevy Chase came back to host Saturday Night Live and he and Bill Murray did not care for each other. Yeah, I've heard Chevy all. Chase is an asshole. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, so apparently they got into a backstage scuffle and at the time, Chevy Chevy's marriage was on the rocks and everyone knew about it because everything he did was on People fucking magazine and shit. And <laughs> Bill Murray... His, his line in this argument that led to a fucking fight was, hey, go fuck your wife. I hear she needs it. <laughs> and his comeback was something like, yeah, it looks like Neil Armstrong landed on your face. <laughs> and then they, what, they started throwing fucking hands and had to be separated backstage. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm like, okay, the Neil Armstrong joke is fine, but I think Bill Murray crushed it. <laughs> They're both pretty good. They're both pretty good. So, so yeah. Anyways, <laughs> okay, okay. So they're talking to Todd, and maybe you want to come with us because you know, hey, you did good out there being a superhero, old man. And he's like, oh no, no, I gotta stay here because you know I was lonely. I've met someone, and he's waiting for me at home. And uh, she's all touched by everything. She's talking to Nate, and she turns around and she says, "He loved to sing." He's like, "Who?" He's like, "Your grandfather. He loved mm-hmm. to sing." And she's crying, and she's dealing with her shit. And she's talking about how he, you know, 
Commander Steel used to sing to them on missions to calm their nerves. Right, but this is also nerves. after after Todd has told her uh, to love, right, or to, make to love sure. again. Try to yeah, love yeah, again. Yeah. Yes. So that's pretty, and that's a real kind of uh, foreshadowing that those two are going to get together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way that she follows up with this story about his grandpa. Yeah. Although they're going to try to throw you a a, a curveball and hint that her and Mick are getting together. But no, 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 no. no. Hey, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. It's Come on, man. Days. I've watched the fucking office. <laughs> I told you my daughter loves the office. Mm-hmm. You can see these, you can see these, uh, these plays. Uh, you don't got to be John Madden to write these <laughs> fucking things. <laughs> you know, with a show like this, they want to put the two pretty people together as soon as possible, Dick. Uh, <laughs> so then we wrap up with our villains because, you know, dark is a, uh, He's, he's well, let's just go back and get it. And he's like, no, they're already in the fucking time stream. And, and Thawne's ready to just leave him behind. And he's like, take me with you. Because you know, he just heard about his fate. He's like, take me with you. I want to change my destiny. He goes, oh, all right. We can do that. And reveals the fucking time bubble. And he puts Dark in the time bubble. Yeah, time bubble. Yeah, yeah, so that was cool. That was cool. Stream. Yeah, that, that's great. Um, I don't know if I love the look of the time bubble. <laughs> it looks like they just lined it with some shit that you get from like a, a home hardware or something like a store where you, they Christmas want, lights, you know? Yeah, but I, I get it. But they want it. They, they they got lucky because they can make it look like that on the cheap and mm-hmm. make it look. It looks completely authentic as what's on the drawn page <laughs> in the comic books. Sure. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so they're like hey you know that's all we need to do (laughs) yeah i mean the effect was cool i like him running around and all of a sudden you see this like kind of time hole and now we're off the villains are are implementing their plan and we're not gonna find out about it for two more episodes that's fine that's cool that's fine that's uh that's we've got this here's a couple of dastardly duos they're dastardly uh duo i should say Mm -hmm. yeah soon to become a legion Mm, i like it (laughs) yeah so what do you think at the end of this yeah i I said especially by the end it was flirting it flirted with it i I can't go i can't go higher than a six and a half but uh, some really really highs especially by the end there i love that uh, like maybe one of the best acted scenes in the in the show overall um with sarah and damien dark uh when they were going back and forth and just really like we talk about planting seeds like oh man um like uh, i i hope she gets to kill him (laughs) again don't say anything because i know that she like he's supposed to die in the in the air or whatever and she says everything that happens but if he is a chance that she can kill him again that's that's pretty that'd be pretty awesome i'm not gonna spoil anything i'm just gonna say this now remember this is also a show that has magic and time travel in it so not spoiling anything but yeah but they've set up like this is really gonna this could be i I can see this being you know the end these two i'm just saying 17 or or pardon me episode 17 these two get to act with each other quite a bit. Okay. Thank over you. The course of this, up. Over the course of this series. Yeah. Mm, cool. I like it. Yeah. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, this, like I said, it's been rough for the two of us. It's been rough for me. I've had so much fun tonight, Travis. Thank you so much. Same to you, buddy. Oh, man. And uh, everyone, you know, follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter and uh mm-hmm. Let us know what you think, whether it's in the comment sections, 
you know, on the SoundCloud or whatever, but reach out to us. Let us know. Thank you for tuning in once again. Tune in to all the other shows on the POM Podcast Network. <laughs> Travis, thank you again, and good night, everybody. Adios. Adios.